right. So Cap is in uh, South uh, South LA. Sedano's in Miami, and Mason South, and I are South in studio. Florida. Oh, our, uh, that's South South Florida. Good point. Cap, you and I texted, but we have not spoken. Right. What was your review? You went to see you two at the Sphere on right. Friday night. What is your review? Insane. Absolute total insanity. The audio and the visual stimulation is truly incredible. But John. In the middle of the show, when they sort of kill the sphere lights and all this stuff that's coming at you, right? And the band just rocks out, yeah. And there's nothing on the stage other than Bono, yeah, the Edge and his guitar, whatever the bass player's name in is in his bass, and and the drum kit. It's like the most naked stage you've ever seen. There's no clutter on the stage, they, and it was. They it was only just, did that for one song when I was there, Cap. They only it, did the one thing. Did they do the thing where they? They were playing in front of, they did a light show that looked like the Las Vegas Strip behind yeah. you, and then yeah. they wiped it out, and it looked oh. like what Vegas would have looked like before they built Vegas. Wow. I- incredible. Like like total deconstruction, and you could watch it, and you go, well, you know what? Um, that building wasn't there, and that building's yeah, only Yeah, and they go away old. one by one. Right. Like, like all the, uh, now, Cap, Mace said earlier, he's trying to go, and he said earlier- Mace, you got to go. Well, I can't he, get in for okay. less than a grand He said ticket. he can't get in for $1,000, so Cappy, I said this to him. And I want to you know you just give your opinion. I told him this might be the one time I've ever said to him it's worth it. Dude, I think you have enough money. Go I buy think the it's ticket. It's worth a thousand dollars. Cap, what do you what lot. do you think? I say don't do it, Mace. No. What did no. you pay? He didn't pay anything because he uh, got him for free. You got him for free. Hey, King. <laughs> <laughs> I got Hey King done that by the great Harris Rosner. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, we have a listener who was telling us, and I think it was I maybe DM'd me, that he um, was looking and looking and looking for tickets, and then at the last minute they popped up 160. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah he DM'd us too. Yeah, oh, I got okay. that, I got that tweet as well. Yeah. Um, so, so is that what you possible. did, Cap? No, I hate King. Oh, okay. I, I come on, I hate King. Who's yeah. your Who's your connect? He knows a guy. Cap always knows a guy. Yeah, George. Should I tell Mace who my guy is? Yeah, do it. Do Georgie, it. Do yes it. or no, George? Yeah, go tell him. Well, I'm going to tell you guys this. Um, my girlfriend, ra 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 Rachel, yes, has a ra 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 really good friend, uh huh, who's super close with the Edge. No, and she was willing to call in a little bit of a favor. Whoa! The now think edge. about now, that. Mace. Do you have any connections left over from your New York days to James Dolan? Because he owns the Sphere. Let me tell and, you something. And at, at one point, uh, Bono. I don't know if he did it with you guys, but he said, "Hey, thanks to James Dolan for for building this incredible facility." And I was looking up in the suites. Like I almost thought he was talking to him, like he was there. Did he happen to say that that night? Uh, James. Do- By the way, James Dolan, when I was in New York, was just as unpopular as he is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Cappy, and I would have had no connections the, whatsoever. The night I was there, the people sitting in James Dolan's box mm-hmm. were Jeannie Buss and Jay Moore. Oh, oh my God. They were really? there the same night we were there. Really? You should have gone into their box. Uh, I don't think that would have been well received, but really? we had great seats. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jay's going to get me into the patio at the game tomorrow night. He can oh, really. He's got the. He's got the pull. Yeah. He's, are you? You're going to the game, right, Cappy? No, I'm going to be at Yamava tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yamava. Yeah. The big Yamava show is tomorrow. There's be, I'm actually. I'm actually thinking about what if I got off the air because we get off the air early tomorrow because the game's at seven. Right. What if I went from Yamava right into? I mean, it's going to take a long time. You would be a hero. No way. You, you would be a conquering hero if you managed to somehow go from Yamava you drive, to the Lakers. I don't game. think you drive that. I don't think you can get through that traffic in time. No way. Game's over by the time I get there? Uh, I think it's halftime. 
I mean, you're coming all the way from Yamava. That's like the other day when, uh, where did I drive home from? And it took me like three hours. It, it, oh, when I, when I left here. Oh, what time did you get Palm to Palm Desert, Springs? You, you won, George. Uh, you said 6.15. I got there at 6.10. Oh, my okay. goodness. Yeah. yeah. But well, I hey, left John, right at 3, and I got there at 6.10. But, but, John, one thing that you said about the sphere that I just want to tell you, I, I had this ringing in my head the entire time, and I wasn't sure. Um so you said, you know, hey, this will change the way you go to concerts and you'll never want to go to a concert in where another venue. Where they're just playing music and doing nothing else. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of, I kind of, as I got done with the whole thing, I thought to myself, that was so amazing. And I would, I, next time, if I ever get a chance to ever go again, I would go on a Friday night and a Saturday night. I'd want to see it two different nights from two different places in the sphere, if I could do that. Right. Um, that'd be a lot of favor to call in. I got to call somebody who knows Bono at that point. You know, yeah, no, you can't ask pull the, the Bono for, card for, exactly for twice. I yeah. mean, you can't do that second time Bono, right? So, um, and Mace, hold on to that thought because I okay. got to tell you about about dosing everybody in my section with gummies. Oh, um, nice. But but John, I one of the things I love about live music is the music. You know, is the the stage performance. So as much as I loved you two there. Um, and I would be curious to see who will eventually play there. Seeing a show there is incredible, but it doesn't make me not want to go see just purely the music. Oh, okay. I, I, I had a different reaction. I just thought that it it was... Everybody's so, going to have to do that. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, I, I compared it, Cappy, to when... Remember we all used to have iPods? Remember those yeah, where right. you would yep. just listen to music? Mm-hmm. And then after a while we said, well, all it does is play music? And then, then now we have a phone that does nine million things, including yeah. play music. I think mm-hmm. that's the sphere. The yeah. sphere is an iPhone. I mean, it's just and and until you see it, until you walk in, I I don't know, Cappy, if it's possible to describe it to yeah. someone who hasn't seen it. I know, it. I know, I, it's I that to rare. The same thing, right? I'm like, it's just so unbelievable. You've never seen a building like it's just a pure circle. And then when you're in there, it's like a theater of seventeen thousand. And then there's so much more to the building, which is kind of the outer part of the theater. It is, it is a sight to be held. I'll tell you that right. Everybody's. Got, I can't wait till Mace goes, and I know George already has his tickets in December. I can't wait for everybody they just to go and come back with a review. You guys, you two just extended into February. Yes, so yeah. they're going to play in January and February. So maybe the too. tickets get a little cheaper. Um, and I heard that uh, there, first of all, there's also a movie playing there. The Darren Aronofsky movie right. is playing. You can see it on other nights and. On top of that, I, there are lots of rumors that Harry Styles is going to be the next guy. Cap, to do a did residency. you get there early enough yeah. to see the DJ yeah. in the pickup truck? For sure, totally. he, he was great. I thought. Yeah, we got there early enough because I wanted to take in the whole place, you know. And I and it was also hard to find like where the family and friends section was, you know, of the of the sphere. You hear that, Mace? That was yeah. a flex. That, that was a total that was flex. A, that was a complete flex. Flex is what that yeah, was. Well, well deserved. Mace, so uh, we're in the sphere, right? Yep. And uh, we've got our favorite gummies. I gave you a bag of the Joyful and Present, right? I have them, yes. Have I, you I, tried them I yet? I have not used them because of the, you know, I, I'm just, I'm careful with new products. Dude, they're Joyful and Present. Those joyful are the two things you want to be, right? So a buddy of mine is down on the floor. Hey, where are you guys? Oh, we're here in this first row area. He's like, well, do you guys have any gummies? We're like, yeah. So he comes over and like we throw the bag down to him and he takes the, and the whole section is like, whoa, whoa, hey, you hey, hooked how up about the us? whole row. And dude, we hooked up everybody in the entire space. The people in front of us were from LA. The people behind us were from Orange County. There were San Diego people right nearby. So we had like all of Southern California who was like, we want some and we just hooked them What's up. What's different about the joyful and present gummies? They're just a, um, they make you feel good, 
and they make you feel like I'm not needing to be on my phone. I don't have to look around and see what's going on. I'm just I'm I'm joyful. I'm happy, and I'm right here right now. Um, hey, Sedano, did you get a chance to watch the Laker game last night? I did. Yes. Okay. So the sky is falling. I'm hearing from every Laker fan in the world that uh, mm. Anthony Davis needs to be traded, oh, that God. the Lakers can't win the championship, that it's the worst game in the history. It's one game against well, a really good team. I are, am I am I understating or overstating what happened? Well, I got that text from my wife. Uh, she literally texts me during the game, towards the end of the game, she says, the Lakers are going to suck this year, aren't they? Question mark. Oh, <laughs> Kelly, come on, to, Kelly. To which I responded, I don't think so. I think Denver's just really, really good. Yeah. I think... I think that's the diff- That's the thing, John. They're just not the better team. Uh, now, granted, it's only game one, but they weren't the better team last year. Uh, Denver is really good. Like I know people wanted to dismiss them as like this one-hit wonder. They're not. They have the best player I- on the planet. I, and, I know and their whole look- team is young, and they've been together for and six the years. Weird and they got is- a good coach. I know Laker yeah. fans don't like him, but he's a good coach too. The weird thing is somehow they are this good and have just won the championship, and they are still underrated. People, and people are sleeping on Denver. People are, are looking for a reason to pick yeah, against pick Denver. Pick against yeah. You know, last yeah. night the big takeaway was Denver's better than we are. And yes. by, by the way, George, you mentioned that Laker fans don't like Michael Malone. Uh, this this is a weird story that's kind of taken legs of its own. And, and even last night when we left the game, they started chanting, who's your daddy? Yeah, I da, saw that. Da, um, da, da, da. Yeah, so Michael Malone never said he was the Lakers' daddy. That was Vic Lombardi, a radio talk show host who was emceeing the parade. Parade, yeah. And, yeah. He, and he basically said, now I'm going to introduce to you the guy who's the Lakers' daddy, Michael Malone. And now the, everybody took it and said, Michael Malone's calling himself the – no, Vic Lombardi called him that. They were staying away from it, though. Yeah, no, they sort of have embraced it. Yeah, but Mike Michael Malone was is not responsible for the "Who's Your Daddy" thing. It, mm-hmm. uh, he's been pinned with it, but that's it. Yeah, uh, look, I just think Denver's better. They, now, they might be better than everybody. That doesn't mean that teams can't get better, including the Lakers, yep. as the season goes along. Um, whether that's just their own team coalescing or them getting different players, right? And the Lakers have traditionally, at the trade deadline, been very active. Mm-hmm. So if it's not going well at the trade deadline, I think yeah. you can count on Rob to shuffle the deck. So, John, as I like to say, two things two can things. be true. <laughs> on a t-shirt. It's coming on a t-shirt real soon. Is, is At the Cappy store? That's right. Two things can be true store. at the same time. That's what you should call it. The Cappy store. You should store. just call it the Cappy store. It's a great I love idea. that. Yeah. I love that. Run Rather than that. calling it a merch shop, everybody's got a merch shop. Yeah. yeah. And everybody has a Cappy cast or a Cappy store. You're Correct. exactly right. Own that. By Own the way, that. Boston, who I think is going to be really good, plays in about tips off in about five minutes on ESPN. Yeah, but wait a second. I want to see San Antonio tonight because this is my first game yeah. tonight to see Wemby. Yeah, Bergman thinks Wemby stinks, but everybody else thinks he's going to yeah, be does. great. Yeah, Bergman. Well, he just thinks a, he's going to get a, hurt tonight. He's a Wemby denier. Yeah, he's going to get he hurt. He is a Wemby denier. Not yeah. tonight. He'll get hurt at some point. Oh, not tonight. Oh, right, because no, no player in the NBA ever gets no, hurt. No, he's going to get hurt this year. <laughs> he will play no more Brand than 40 new. games. Brand no new. more than 40. <laughs> no more than 40? No more than 40 games. I will take that bet. How much mythical money are you willing to lose? How much? Do you want to do 10,000 mythical dollars? How yeah. about 50,000? Wow. Okay. Wait, how many do you have, 000? George? I don't know how much well, I have, actually. Starts all, you have like 100,000. But wait, I have a lot do it from the previous year. years. It has to be. No, <laughs> I didn't know, <laughs> that, I didn't know they works. rolled over. I thought it was carried over. It's like an IRA cap. Yeah, it just right. rolls over. I thought yeah. you use your mythical dollars or you lose them. Um, all right. Uh, 50. Go ahead, Bergen. Put 50. 
Well, it's, it all ends on December. So, but anyway, yes, fifty. Hey, you'll play fifty. I'll do fifty over the end by the end of the year. He uh, all he has to play is forty-one games. Forty-one games. You win. Oh my god! God, I wish there was a prize picks for this. Will Wemby play more than forty-one? Forty-one or games. Than forty-one. Forty-one. Okay. He'll play more than forty-one. Yep. Okay. Nope. Not according between to load, listen, between load management and getting hurt. He's actually Mason, Mason Ireland will love me 12. when you lose these fifty thousand mythical dollars. Absolutely, yes. they will. Yeah. Load management. How, how old is this kid? Well, they, they are, he's Pop playing Mitch for Pop. Is in a load management, but I, I but I think he's I think he's going to play fifty five sixty games. No, He'll he, play at least sixty five. Tell him, Bergie. Knee, nope. hip, ankle. You tell him, Bergie. He's lower Sean back. Sean Bradley and Kevin Durant's with, in Sean Bradley's body with Kevin Durant's skills. I got this it messed up a little the bit. The scouting report? Yeah. You, you looked at, I'm, did I am you a look scout. at a lot of tape? I'm a scout, yeah. I watched all this film? tape you know from what? France. Get, you know what? Bill Burkgun may need to retire officially if Bergman's around scouting people. <laughs> Dude, he might get, he might get he elbowed in the stomach and be broken in half. He would. He's, that's what happens when you're 8'7 yeah. and 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah. I, Ber- Bergman, you are a Wemby denier. It is yep. now official. It's on the record now. I like, now I just I like it, Bergie. Yeah. I like it. Hold on to that, man. Look, 9 feet, 85 pounds, yep. you're going to get hurt. Okay, listen. <laughs> be- before we get out of here, I want to let everybody know that uh, obviously lots of stupidity is coming up. But Hell tomorrow man. is a gigantic day at the station. So uh, obviously start with Travis and Slee. It is the opener for the Lakers tomorrow night versus Phoenix. Me, I. Ireland, Michael Thompson, Pepe Mantilla. We'll do some gambling with Joe Fortenbaugh. We'll do some fantasy football with Matthew Barry. Tomorrow's a really, really good day, and a lot of us are going over to the game afterwards. You guys, uh, Cappy, you and uh, DeMarco are going to be, and Lindsey Baseball are going to be out at Yamava tomorrow giving away money, right? That's right. Lindsey Blackjack tomorrow, you know. <laughs> That's that's her deal tomorrow. So tomorrow night, I'm going to be doing uh, businessy, reportery kind of things. Cool in the uh, in the basketball bringing back the journalism days. Exactly, huh? exactly. like Jake Tapper all of a sudden. There you go, Jake Tapper, the lead. All right, uh, guys, we are back tomorrow at one. Shadano and Cappy coming at you right now, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah. 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 Come on. You know, I explained to Christopher that if he gargled, that his uh, 
his throat would feel better. He had never gargled before. Really? Never gargled? Really? No, that's what he said. I'm kind of surprised by that. I mean, do you think that gargling is something that everybody should easily be able to do? Sure. I mean, physically, you're saying? Yeah, because like if you have never done it before, (laughs) are you like, ooh, here, hold on a second. Let me try it. Hold on, hold on. Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> yeah. I feel like everybody should be able to do that. Surprise, Chris can't do it. Yeah. I, don't think I would have thought that he had never done it before. He never knew that that was a thing. So I told that's the salt, weird. For a salt gargle. To not know that? Yeah. Like, I think he's like pulling your that. chain. Yeah. I said, dude, you got a salt gargle. He's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Sometimes you gargle and then you spit it out. And then other times, like I just did, you gargle it up and then you just swallow it down. I mean, it's just you have choices. You know, I'm just surprised. Well, if, if you're doing salt gargle, you probably should just spit it out. Spit it out. It out. Yeah. Salty, you spit it. It doesn't you know. taste great. Right. No. No, it's already bad enough. The salt is already down. Is in your throat. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I understand. I, I drugged Chris by mistake. How so? You drugged him? Well, because, you know, he mentioned that he was feeling sick. So mm-hmm. I gave him a recommendation of what to take because I feel like those are great. And he was, oh, I've never tried that. It's the Alka-Seltzer Power Plus or whatever, the night and day. Mm-hmm. And he sends me a message yesterday. He goes, what the F did you recommend? He's like, I took the daytime and this thing knocked me out. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm telling you. He's like, I got to take the night one. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't take it that close. <laughs> I was like, but they're amazing. I didn't even realize he was sick until I saw his Facebook story, which I don't even know what I was doing Facebook? looking at his Facebook story. I don't oh. really know. Instagram but I was there. I was oh, there. Yeah, Instagram, right? You no, know. I don't think. I think it was pretty much Facebook, and um, and then I saw all the medications. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize Chris was sick, and it kind of bothered me because I'm telling you that last Thursday or Friday, I don't remember which day he and I were together in the car. Like the next two days, I was also kind of sick, but I didn't want to tell anybody, mm-hmm. you know. And then, but you see, George, unlike Chris, who needs Alka Seltzer and all these other things, me, I load up on vitamins. I just. I just beat the cold down. I beat it out of me real, real quickly. I don't mm. spend four or five days with, uh, you know, with Alka Seltzer and I don't know Claritin or whatever else you use that's over the counter. Yeah, not me. Zcam also great. Oh, Zcam. Um, yeah. Now, what do you suggest to Laker fans, Laura? That uh, you know, after that loss yesterday, what do you suggest they take when they're yeah, sick? Should they now? gargle? <laughs> take a shot of Mandala. That's what you need to do. <laughs> no, just calm down, man. It's one game. I mean, AD needs to play better, but, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. It's only one game? Just one game. Really? Just one game, huh? Just one game. That's all Now, it is. if they just lose uh, multiple They're games. They, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. yeah, issues, people. But mm-hmm. one game. Relax. One game? Really? That's it, huh? Yeah, take a sh- chill pill and take a shot of Mandala, and you're going to be good. I don't know, George. Is it just one game, or... or is the season over? Well, no. I mean, the season's not over, oh, okay. but the they're not better than Denver. Nope. Nope. Not at all. And um, here's the other thing. Now, by the way, yeah, it, they don't need to be better than Denver to represent the West. Like, there is a scenario where they don't play Denver in the playoffs. Denver gets knocked out by, let's say, Phoenix, who is, I think, personally, a better matchup for Denver than the Lakers is, uh, or are, rather. And then the Lakers, I think the Lakers actually match up better against Phoenix than they do Denver. So there is a possibility where they don't even have to face Denver. Certainly a possibility. By the way, listen, I told you this last week. Uh, actually, it was on Monday. I told you this. You told me. I said, I'm not you telling gonna, me. I'm letting you know, as a you matter of fact. Me. I'm telling you mm-hmm. that it's one game 
and I'm not going to be overly emotional if they win. Right. Ooh, they won. They beat the Nuggets on the night where the Nuggets got those massive rings, and, and it was their ceremony, and it was their crowd. I'm not going to get crazy if they win. Mm-hmm. And on the same side, I'm going to be like, yo, listen, they lost to a team that has been together for a long time, is younger, probably has better players all the way around, you know, at least, and and definitely has a more cohesive team. But end all be all is their two stars, I will call them their two stars, they're a lot younger and they're on their way up still. They're kind of in their primes. And the Lakers' two stars, one of them's, you know, nearly 40. And the other one, I'm not really sure that he's still in his prime. So, I mean, is anybody really, really surprised that on opening night when you're getting your rings and there's all that ceremony and symbolism that the, the Nuggets win at home? Is it really that big a deal? Um, I don't think it's a huge deal, but I think the way it happened, I think, is the thing that stood out to people. Well, which part? Like, I mean, the Lakers. The fact that Anthony Davis back. didn't score a point in the second half. Right, but they. But what I'm getting at is, is they at least climbed back in. They fought. They battled. They got it down to what was it, five or three points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Anthony Davis. Look, okay, I got it. He did not score a point in the second half, and if the Lakers are going to win. Usually it'd be nice if you could take those 17 in the first half and add 17 more in the second half. Taking a goose egg in the second half is not a good look for Anthony Davis game one. Right. But uh, Jokic is just so much better. And frankly, I kind of think like Anthony Davis doesn't have the offensive moves necessarily because he missed a lot of a lot of close shots, a lot of layups. And on defense, I mean, Jokic just goes around him in, in like half speed. Um, yeah, Jokic is like one of these guys that just can make crazy shots. Remember last year um, in the one of the games in Denver, he hit a shot where he was like falling away, like easily 30 plus feet away from the basket. And LeBron just kind of like threw his hands up and AD, they threw their arms up like, you got to be kidding me. That's why he's the MVP. Like he is legitimately unstoppable offensively. Like, there's no one that can stop him. Anthony Davis is one of the best defenders in the NBA. Even the guy they played in the finals, Bam Adebayo, is one of the best defenders in the NBA, along with Anthony Davis. Jaron Jackson Jr. is one of the best defenders in the NBA. They can't do anything with Jokic. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nada. Zippo. Yeah, and and listen, again, the end result of 119-107, if today you're, like, thinking the sky is falling, and that this is this is an illustration of Denver is so much better than the Lakers. So as long as that's the case, the Lakers are really not playing for anything because they can't beat this team and they'll well, never I, be able no, to win. No, no, I don't it. believe that either. I don't either because here's yeah. why. Here's why. why. Why? Tell me why. I'm going to tell you why right now. Tell me. Because tell me why. No, it's we have tell no me idea. Yes, Sorry. we have no idea. That's more your alley, though. Tell me lies. That's right. Tell. Tell me the and tell me tell lies. me sweet little lies. Uh, tell me the and tell I can't me lies. No, I can't tell me the, tell me lies. Yep, there you go. I couldn't get the tune. Oh, tell me no, lies. No. Tell me sweet little lies. That one. Yeah. Mm, tell me lies. Tell me tell me lies. Let's just say Anthony Davis, and I don't laugh at me when I say this. Let's just say Anthony Davis is healthy all season. And let's say LeBron is healthy for most of the season. So, like, what are we talking about? Like, 70 games? Yeah, just hypothetically. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen with the health of the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there's just no guarantee. Everything can change based on health, obviously. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing about the Lakers, and this is why, for me, I'm not even remotely worried about one game. And I'm not going to let one game tell me I know know everything I need to know about these two teams. You know, George, I didn't watch much of the Lakers preseason, okay? I don't like preseason ball. But when you watch the Lakers last night, you do realize how many new names there are. There's a core, there's a nucleus, there's guys that played together at the end of last year. But Torian Prince is new to the starting lineup. And Christian Wood is new to all of a sudden 15 minutes. And Cam Reddish with 18 minutes. And Gabe Vincent with 22. And and you go, hey, you know what? Um, there are actually a lot of new guys on this team. You know, there, this, there will be time needed. Training camp and preseason, not enough. 30 games from now, I'm guessing they're going to be a significantly better team just based on playing together. So I'm not letting one game kind of dictate that now I know everything I need to know about the Lakers this year, and they're terrible. And gosh, the Nuggets are just so darn good, you can't even beat them. No. No, but the Nuggets are so darn good that it's going to be hard to beat them. Hard. No doubt. Yeah, really hard. They're good. They're really good. good. They're well coached. They've got great players. They've been playing together for a long time, and they've gone about it differently than the way the Lakers do things. The Lakers go out and they, they change parts all the time. They didn't this year. No, they added to what they had. Yeah. But they've got a core now, finally. But with Denver's roster, it's like these guys have been playing together for quite some time. Yeah, they lost Bruce Brown, um, you know, and Jeff Green. But Bruce Brown, bigger part than Jeff Green. But, yeah, I mean, they've got – they feel good with this Christian Brown kid that played a lot last year at the end. And they feel like they can replace Bruce Brown. Well, that Christian Brown kid had a uh, block on LeBron. And you were like, ooh, that kind of looked like LeBron blocking it from behind from everybody else. You don't expect to see that kid do that to the king. But he did it. You know, that kid is young, and the king is is getting up there in age. You can say he's old. It's okay. He's getting up there. He's old. He was old last year, and he's even older this year, the king. Uh, All right, Cappy. Coming up next, you and I. Tell me. Okay. Tell me. You love the owners in sports. Well, the owners in sports have got another one chalked up as a win, I think, Mm -hmm. against the players. And we'll tell you what that's all about coming up in just a second. Just to win you out. I still have to watch the Millie Vanilli thing. I haven't seen it yet either. So that was going to be my what you need to know, that you need to watch that because it is fantastic. It's really good. I mean, you can still do it. Okay. Um, I love this song many, by Brittany, actually. You just got too many games on right now to be watching Millie Vanilli documentaries. I know, that's the problem. That's October's the worst time for that to come out. No, 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 no. Midnight, midnight, guys. That's what I did. No, man. I got little kids. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man. I don't know. I, I, I thought, like, uh, after uh, the third quarter of the Lakers <laughs> game was the great time to switch on a documentary. <laughs> hey, George, I like the way you got back to Miami and then just called Laura Mang. That sounded kind of That sounded kind of Miami-ish to me. That was very uh, Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, between the last few nights, we have had so many great, like, sporting events to watch on TV. Last night was the Laker game. Uh, I don't know if everybody stuck around for the late game. I did not because I went over to the baseball game. I went over to game seven. Yeah. Well, I saw the the Diamondbacks, the gutty little Diamondbacks. Unbelievable story. Yeah. I mean, I didn't look. Unbelievable story. (laughs) I I thought they'd be good. I didn't think they'd be in the World Series. For a team that started out hot, went completely ice cold, 
They had a fifty-game stretch where they were like they want had like a three hundred, like a thirty-six percent winning percentage or something like that. Right, and then to finish the way they did and only only win eighty-four games, barely get in, and to beat the Dodgers when most of us thought they really had no chance, and then to beat the Phillies when they were down 0-2 and win yeah. in Game 7. And people didn't think they had any chance. I mean, shout out to Including the Arizona me. Diamondbacks and their $125 million payroll, which is less than half of the Dodgers and less than half of the Padres, and those two big payrolls are sitting around watching. So let me ask you this. Do you see Go what ahead. Nate Silver said about no, that? What do you say? say? So Nate Silver, who's, who's like Nate the, Silver? You know, he's the, the 538 guy, you know, the um, no. the – pollster analytical genius or oh 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 oh, okay now now i got it all right so he thinks that baseball should go back to the old school playoff format because you're basically rewarding teams that get hot not the teams that have been the best all season long well i mean i think that's why the And by the way by old school he means just like the division winners and I guess because now you have three divisions. Remember, back in the day when you and I were kids, there were only two divisions. Mm. Um, but they have three divisions. So he's saying basically two divi- three division winners and a wild card. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, that, the Dodgers had their gripe. Uh, actually, everybody in the first round who got the bye and lost had their gripe. Um, will the Texas Rangers complain? Oh, my God, we had to wait for these guys to finish Game 7, and then we had a couple extra days off. I mean, that's why we lost the World Series. Um, yeah, whatever. I mean, the format... That it currently is, that's the way it's got to be played right now. That's the way they got it set up. So you got to find no, a way. No, but I, I'm asking you this. What, like, go ahead. Do, do you agree with him? Do you Not think really. You like this? Yeah, you know what? More, okay. I mean, that's more, fine. You can. I don't more just teams, the More teams means more opportunity. And, and it is true. You can kind of sneak in and play a couple more games and stay on rhythm and stay hot or get even hotter and yeah. find yourself an 84-team win and blowing up a 100-team wins season like the Diamondbacks did to the Dodgers and find themselves in, in the World Series. Right. I like it. Okay. Then now, you like a, it? I now, love it. Now let me ask you a question. Yeah? How much, be honest, how much of the World Series between the Rangers and the Diamondbacks will you actually watch? It will depend on what days those, those games are. Like what is the schedule for the World Series? They start on Friday. Um, it's well, like Friday, Saturday, and then I think like Monday, Tuesday. Hold on. Let me take a quick look here real quick. I've got it here. Um, all right. So Friday, there's a shot. Okay. There's a shot on Friday. Okay. Um, oh, wait a second. No, there's good NBA no, games on Friday. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Not on so no, wait. Here's what I could do. I could have baseball on the laptop, mm-hmm. and I can have basketball on the TV in the hotel. Now you are going to be in Miami for a game that's on Saturday, correct? Saturday. So okay. I now I can watch Saturday, um, but Saturday is going to be tough. Let's be honest. I'm going to get out of a, a, a game probably around seven o'clock Eastern, and then this game's eight o'clock Eastern. Eight o'clock Eastern. What other college games though are on well, at eight o'clock Eastern? Like, yeah, you got to take a look at what time USC Cal is. Right. So yeah. let me see. So the late games in college football. Like this, ooh, the seven o'clock and beyond window. What are the best games? Yeah, let me hear what you got. So we got Colorado UCLA at seven thirty on ABC. Okay, I want to watch that. You would watch that, right? I would, and it's Saturday night. I'm just I'm cautioning everybody right now who's starting to put their their sports viewing schedule together. Um, it may be Halloween Tuesday of next week, but Friday, Saturday night are the Halloween nights. You know, like if yeah. you're out partying for Halloween, right. it's Friday and Saturday yeah. night. So really, that's the only game that I have real interest in. 
is Colorado UCLA. So I can definitely watch second screen baseball too. Mm-hmm. There. Then you got Monday of next week is a game. Monday's tough. Three. I mean, okay. you got football. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah, then mm-hmm. Tuesday and by the way, I What's think the, the Monday, Monday night game? I think it's the Chargers and the Bears. Now, oh, so we we need to watch that. Yeah, I mean, ugly game, but uh, we probably but we gotta watch. watch. Well, yeah. I mean, so we, we can laugh when the when the Bears actually win with their undrafted rookie quarterback out of Shepherd University, my favorite right. player so that's, in the NFL. So so that's like three days that they're on the second screen already, mm-hmm. and then okay. so they play Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week games uh, three, four, and five. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yes, now sir. Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll watch it. Right, that's that's probably going to knock us off the air early on those days. Right. Well, it depends if the Lakers. Well, are there's playing. Lakers game. Yeah. Yeah, they will also knock us off early. Wow, so this is really... this is. I got to start really trying to juggle schedules here. Hey, vey. No, you don't. You're not. We're not going to be on the air that often. Well, I know, but the problem is, I just show up every day at the same time, and then it, oh, we're not on the air. Oh gosh, well, I wish I would have known that. Actually, right. So it's next week is, the Hall- is Halloween week, right? So Monday, there's a no, Lakers game this week. Yeah. No, it's Monday. Halloween is Tuesday. Right. Halloween's this week. Tuesday. Right. No, next week. It's Wednesday. So. Yeah, right. Not this week. I mean, next week. Today's That's Wednesday. I- <laughs> this week is the week that is currently happening. So Halloween is not until next week. <laughs> yeah, but today oh, technically today's Wednesday. So you could go next Wednesday, but it's this Tuesday, I think. No, this no. Tuesday would have been the one that yeah. just happened. Right, but this no, no, weekend's no, on yes- Saturday. That's, that's yesterday. The weekend's just, on Saturday. By the <laughs> so way, anyway. yeah, anyway. when we're talking about scheduling and stuff yeah. here, Cappy, you are the mm-hmm. only person. I just sent out this email to all the, the talent for the yeah. vacation schedules yeah. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. the only person who has not sent your holiday like days off requests. No, actually, I, I did. <laughs> I yeah. sent them to Greg. But then he said that you, you were like, never mind, I'm changing him, and he hasn't heard anything well, since. only because George was willing to change his. I And once George changed his, now I'm like, I've got guilt. You know what I mean? Like, I've got oh, to change mine now. You know, there you go. So I'm the only person that hasn't put in their vacation request yet for the holidays. That's correct. By quite a, a while. The last person was like two <laughs> weeks ago, I think three weeks ago, maybe. I'm just off for the holidays. Just so everybody knows. I think you're going to as of right now, you're going to be, be working. Yeah. Bro. Holding the fort down for everyone. Yeah, You're the only one that's going to be working throughout the holidays because you didn't put in your request. I'm putting it down. I don't know when, but I'm going to work on it later. I think. I think. That's funny. Can't be. God, you guys have no idea. You guys have no idea. The, as far as scheduling goes, I, I get a message earlier today from Chris about uh, Veterans Day broadcast on a Friday. I'm like, yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh that day because the next day my son is playing in his last college football game of his entire career. So I got to be there to walk him on the field. And, True. you know, it's kind of a celebration of, of a long journey, frankly, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, you got to change your flight. You know, you got to change your flight and you got to be there on Friday and you'll have to fly out on Friday night. And I'm like, oh, man. Wow. Jeez. For what it's worth, I did check, and there's like a $66 uh, flight on Spirit Airlines, direct mm-hmm. flight, that mm-hmm. leaves at like 10.43 p.m. that night. Boom. I would be, I'd be willing to do that. No problem. I mean, Plus I'm your serious, luggage and all that, it'll yeah, come so out to like, like $600. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, like $1,200 to fly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, Cappy, yes. uh, yeah, next week will be tough. Like, I, yeah, I mean, it'll be second screen a lot. And then next Wednesday on the World Series, Game 5, like I'm doing Lakers-Clippers that night like for tv so there's no chance i'm watching that well and i'm at that lakers clippers game so while you're working it i'll be working it my way you know yeah, what i'm saying up in the suite or whatever correct that's right mm-hmm. lakers so clippers yeah i mean full one full game of the world series everything else maybe second screen yeah and well, not because i wouldn't want to watch it it's just 
it's the unfortunate timing of other games that I yeah. want to watch. Right. Between Monday Night Football and Lakers basketball, uh, sorry, World Series, you're going to have to take a back seat. And by the way, there's a lot of storylines in this World Series that I'm interested in, but I just don't see myself putting in the time when there's too many other things that i got to see. Of course, including Monday Night Football and Lakers basketball. Like you said, Monday night is the Chargers and the Bears. Wednesday night is the Lakers and the Clippers. So, sorry, World Series, you guys lose. You feel me? I'm feeling you. Okay, big time. Hey, I did not ask you this off the air, and I'm going to put you on the spot on the air. You ready? Can you do it on the other side? I can. I'm putting Sedano on the spot on the other side. Ooh, it's a jam right here. It's kind of a pajama jammy jam. Uh, for, perhaps, sure. If that's the way you'd like to refer to it. Hey, by the way, I want to send a lot of love, George, to the 710 listeners and to the Circle of Trust. Yeah. For those of you that have sent me messages about my whole Drake bit on Instagram. Yeah, I saw I it. I appreciate y'all. Of course, I still have one question, which is, who the F is y'all? However... Right. Yeah. I appreciate all y'all. Um, what were you going to ask me, Cappy? So, George, today is Wednesday. We were off the air yesterday for Lakers basketball. Correct. We had an abbreviated broadcast on Monday due to mm -hmm. baseball commitments. Yeah. But at the very end of Monday's broadcast... <laughs> oh, I remember now. Yeah. Something was said. I don't know so what. I'm excited for this. <laughs> and you said... Make Remind sure... me to ask me, right, right, about what the end of this show. And then um, yeah. I didn't know, and I did not ask you off the air. Right. And then Crypto Ray, yeah, the general, as he's known in the yeah. circle of trust, the general said, um, hey, guys, don't forget about this. Yeah. In fact, we were going to start the show with this. But yeah. here we are. We're in the first hour. Yeah. What transpired Monday? <laughs> so Laura says to me, hey, we have a very short segment because, you know, what? You, got, you and I have been playing around with the clocks lately and. You know, so we ended up only having like a four-minute segment to end the show. Mm -hmm. And Laura says to me, you still have a live read to do. When I play the music, start the live read. And I okay. said, right when you hit the music, start the live read? She says, yes, because you'll have a minute. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay. I said, did you tell Cappy? She's like, yes. And then the music starts playing, and you literally talked for a minute <laughs> before you <laughs> did, shut up. Did I, did I do your live spot? No, you did not. <laughs> so Laura went – Laura had to deal with – Trying to get the spots in at the end of the show before hitting the baseball game. Oh, man. Sorry about that, Queen. Mm. Was I impassioned about something? Was it something really important? No. It really wasn't that important, to be no, honest it wasn't with you. Like Whatever it was important. wasn't even that memorable, to be really? honest. Really? It so. wasn't critically important to no. the success of the broadcast? No, but mm. it's just something you, it's, I, I Well, Sedano and I looked, because he was in studio, so we looked at each other, and he was like... I said to him, <laughs> in the talk back, I said, did you tell him? And she's like, yep. Yeah, and then Lindsay and I were like, well... <laughs> There goes that. We did, we there did goes though. That. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I thought, I'll tell you what I thought happened. Um, I don't remember exactly what we were saying, but I said something that kind of sounded like if it were taken out of context, it would really be nasty, mm -hmm. you know? So I thought that I said something like, well, I got to get off. And in fact, no, we got to get off. Something like that. And I thought that's what you were talking about. Like, oh, did that sound? Oh, no, no. Bad? It was more about like Laura not. I, I don't. We don't want Laura to get in trouble because of the spot situation. Mm. And it was like you just like blew right through the stop sign. Let me just say this. If that were the case, it must have been critically urgent. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it must have been not. really I mean, impassioned just, commentary. Look, one thing we've learned about you is you love the sound of your voice more than all of us put together. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, Mason is the only one that really rivals you in that regard. You think so? 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I hear my own voice and I'm like, oh, God, did I say that? Like a lot of times when I'm driving from South South L.A. to downtown L.A., mm-hmm. I'll hear promos on the station. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, God, did I just really say that? Yeah. Oh, God, you I got to turn myself off. Mm-hmm. I got too much You got to turn yourself off? That's right. <laughs> what? I got to turn myself off. As opposed off, to turning yourself on. Right. right. Yeah. That is yeah, we don't want bed. that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. before sleep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can Get you feel me on that? Job. Yeah. Um, Cappy. <laughs> Yes, yes, Georgie Sedano. Yes. Uh, people feel like the uh, USC Trojans team has turned themselves off this season uh, over the last couple of weeks. Do you know that they are underdogs in both games against Washington? Not Cal, obviously, but Washington and Oregon. They are three-and-a-half-point underdog at home against Washington and a 10-point dog on the road in Eugene. So to answer your question, no, I didn't know that. And the reason I didn't know that is because I didn't even know there were lines two, three weeks in advance. I, oh, I yeah. swear to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't surprise me, though. Here's what I think people, this is what I think people think is going to happen to USC. You ready, George? So this is what you think people think is going to happen to USC. Not what you think is going to happen to USC, but what you think people think. Correct. Okay. I think that people think that USC is going to beat Cal because they're just a significantly better roster, or so we all assume. Right. They're going to lose to Washington. They're going to lose at Oregon. And then as the season unravels, and perhaps at that point, Caleb Williams is like, why would I play? Why would I risk getting hurt? I think that people think this whole thing could unravel and they could find themselves losing their last three games, Washington home, at Oregon, and then UCLA. And if you're UCLA, you're hoping for a USC unravel because oh, you yeah. want you want to catch them at the very end mm-hmm. when you're hopefully playing your best ball because obviously they've been going back and forth with quarterbacks all season, right? And you want to catch USC that week, November 18th, when they're spiraling and win that game if you're UCLA. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think there's any question. That's what the Bruins are rooting for in a big way. They want that thing to just completely go off the rails. And again, I think that people think that it's going. Now, you think that people think that it's going to happen that way? Yeah, that they're going off the rails. Huh. You know why I think that? Because... Why do you think that people think that? Or is it that you think that? No, this is what I think people think. Oh, because you just said it's what I think. Yeah, but now you want to know why I think people think this? Okay. Because Caleb Williams this year has had two things that have happened that make people look at him and go, I don't know what's up with this guy. And I'm not even sure Caleb Williams said any of these things. It's just been reports. I'll give you the two. Mm-hmm. The first report was, you know, if he doesn't like who has the first pick in the draft, he's so overwhelmingly, obviously, the first pick in the draft. If he doesn't like who has the first pick, he may go back to USC because he makes enough money at USC that he'll wait out the NFL. That was the first report. And a lot of people were like, come on, man, really? You're going to stay back at USC, risk possible injury, and not go make three times as much money in the NFL? Come on, really? But then the second report was he wants equity in whatever team drafts him. Now, George, I don't, I don't recall seeing Caleb Williams' quotes about this. To me, these are just reports. They're just rumors. But they make people think, I think people think, that he's about him and he's not about team and he's not about national championship and he's not about 
you know, the bigger picture of USC football. It's about how quickly can I get in and get out and get to the NFL. That's what I think people think. Yeah, I just think that's a mischaracterization because, again, two things can be true at once. The kid is a gamer. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, the team around him isn't that good. Is that fair to say? It is, but but to be fair to everybody else around him, he really had a very poor game against Notre Dame. Okay, right, but that's like the first real bad game he's had since he's been here. Fair enough, and they lost it. Okay, and then and then the game against Utah, he's carried them in his time here. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, he's been really good. That's why he won the Heisman Trophy last year, and that's why he's probably going to be the number one pick. Probably so, but. Um, I th- I think that people think mm-hmm. that he's more about him than he is about the team. He's more. You about started him. saying this the other day, and yeah. you started to claim you had these sources on these things. Well, I'm um, just saying that I have I have one person that I spoke to, and I said, "Hey, listen." You're I mean, close just to tell us situation. if it's bony or not. Just go ahead and tell us. All right, I will tell you. You ready? Yeah. It's not. Oh. Not bony. Have not really spoken to Boney since the whole ouster. He's been, he probably doesn't want to talk to you either. I got to be yeah. honest. I mean, I did text him one time, like, "Hey, man, sorry about the way this all worked out." I mean, sucks for you, but it really sucks for me. You know, <laughs> you know. I mean, there goes my USC plug. You know, there goes my my entrance into the athletic director's suite at the games. Yeah, I mean, there goes my access to those. You know, yeah. Those so you're going to take one person's in. account on this, is what you're going to say. I'm going to take one person who I know is really, really, really close to the situation. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, listen, I, I'm, I'm a little turned off right now. How old is this person? Like, what is their age range? Like, if you had to give me, like, a five-year range, yeah. what, how old is that person? Because I do a... think, I think age is also could play a factor in some of these conversations. Okay, how, give me some ranges. Um, I don't know, like a five-year range, like 40 to 45 or 45 lower, to lower 50. Than four, lower than that, lower. Okay, 30 to 35. Lower. 20 to 25. Yeah, I'd say in that range. Okay. I'd say in that range. Okay. You, how many 20 to 25-year-olds do you know? Lots. Thousands. <laughs> thousands of them, man. In fact, everybody I'm friends with is 20 to 25. Mm. I don't like hanging out with old people like you, man. Yeah. I like young kids. All right, you that didn't sound got to be careful when you say <laughs> things like that. Yeah. That is not that twenty to twenty five. That phrasing is not ideal for you. Well, they're young people, adults, young adults, not young adults, adults. Probably should just shut up at this point. Eh, but anyway, um, Caleb Williams. Okay, mm-hmm. so one person has told you that they think he is not a team guy. Is that what you're saying? No, it's not exactly what I'm saying. I mean, I, listen, go say it with your chest because you can get aggregated. Go ahead. No, say I'm, it. Say, I'm saying that that it's not like he's on his own is what I'm saying. What does that, that even mean? It, it means like you're the quarterback of the team, but you're making so much money and you're so famous and you're on all these commercials and you're going to be the first pick and you're just kind of like put it this way. I don't really know this or not, but he plays football at USC. Does he go to school at USC? I mean, that's kind of the, what I'm getting at is he's just kind of flown in for games. I'm putting that in quotes. It's a joke. Okay. I know that you're saying it as a joke, but let me ask you this. Do you yeah. realize that, like, famously, Coach yeah. Prime, who you love? I love Coach Prime. Literally, yeah. like, <laughs> barely went to school at the end at Florida State. Like, the joke was that he was never there and that he – 
I remember he showed up to the combine in a limousine, mm -hmm. ran the 40, and then ran back to the limousine. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't new, even I'm if that is true. I'm even if it's true. I, listen, him, he, if he doesn't go to a class, good for him. I wouldn't go to a class. I'd be studying football if I were him. But what I'm saying is, is that I and, – and I'm old school, so I get it. I'm old school. The NIL world is new. But I just think that when you have one player that is this kind of college football rich – and nobody else on your team is, there's a, there's a big separation between that player and his team. So the one guy you talk to is just a big hater. Oh, I don't think he's a hater at all. Because, you know, you love to say don't hate, celebrate. That's right, celebrate. Doesn't sound like this guy's celebrating much. Um, I don't think he's hating. I think he's kind of giving me his perspective. Hmm. I don't think it's hate. It's all love, George. All one love. Like one love, i.e. Yeah, I don't know about that. No, it's true. All right, coming up next, Cappy, let's get back to the Lakers. And uh, I have real questions, okay, about this loss to Denver because everyone is freaking out, including my wife, after the game. And I think there's some real answers here. Even if it's only one game, there are some real things that can be discussed off one game. Now, I'm not saying it's, like, you know, set in stone what we will discuss, that that will be the end-all, be-all, but I do think there are real conversations to be had. So let's have some of them next.